Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Dirty Folk. My name is Max Mooseman, joined by my lovely wife, Harper the Fox. That's me. Harper, I want to read you a story. Oh, God. Okay. It's written by me and my new best friend, Mr. Computer. Ooh. I love Mr. Computer. I know you do. We have been spending a lot of time together. Yep. So Mr. Computer has recently become sentient enough to write stories. Uh, these little help sometimes, but mm -hmm. these are mostly Mr. Computer's work. I got to give credit where credit is due. What a good friend. He's a good friend. So uh, we sat down and I told Mr. Computer about our uh, uh, one-armed man having sex with that lady at the bus stop episode. Yes. Uh, and we thought we'd write a nice story. Oh, look, there's a teenager walking by our window mowing the lawn while I read this. Mm. But the change is life. Holy shit. <laughs> it's just reading lips through the window. Yeah. Okay. No, you won't have to read lips. I'm going to be animated. Oh. Okay. This story is called The Ugly Girl with Nice Boobs and the Bus Stop of Doom. Oh. That's a good title. Are you enticed? I'm super I enticed. I feel enticed. All right. So for you, my lovely wife, and for you, audience at home, I present The Ugly Girl with Nice Boobs and the Bus Stop of Doom. Written by Max Mosman and Mr. Computer. Love it. Let's go. The one-armed man pulled his dick out of the fat, broken woman doubled over in front of him. He sprayed cum all over her jeans and casually walked to the other side of the bus stop while straightening his Muppets t-shirt. What? He said to the methodic. Methodict. <laughs> the Methodictor. The Methodict, who is also waiting for a bus. <laughs> Methodict Goombersnoon. <laughs> the woman fell over trying to pull up her pants. It was a hot day in a wonderful Las Vegas. She was dressed like she was headed off to work as a stripper or something. And here we were, standing at this shabby old bus shelter on Hoover Road near Nellis Air Force Base. <laughs> she looked very much like I'd seen a thousand times before when you drive through an underdeveloped neighborhood full of homes built during some earlier time period that's falling apart now from lack of care. Her skin was dark and pasty. <laughs> Her hair had no style or grace whatsoever. <laughs> Savage. <laughs> And there was nothing special about the clothes either. <laughs> what is, is Mr. Computer a bitchy queen? <laughs> to be fair, I let Mr. Computer remain anonymous. You don't know if this was me or Mr. Computer. You have no way of knowing. One of the two of you is a bitchy queen. <laughs> but see, you're not sure. It might be me. It might be you. Have you been living a lie? <laughs> A short black skirt covered by a loose white blouse cut low across her chest. Flat shoes made to look even flatter by her wobbling legs beneath them. The only thing different about her is that she has breasts. <laughs> <laughs> they're small and perky without being real big, but they're still just enough to give any man a second glance. Even though she's ugly, it doesn't matter. Because her ass looks fantastic. In fact, if someone didn't tell me otherwise, I would have guessed she worked at Hooters. <laughs> Are you still enticed? Is the story gripping you? Is it holding I'm, you? I am just enthralled. Good. I hope you are at home as well. Because this is quality shit here. Top-notch writing. Okay. 
If you want to read this, you can sign up for the email list at dirtyfolk.com. It's completely free, and this will be there uh, to read if you want to, if you like to read. I'm guessing if you're listening to this, you probably don't like to read, but probably not. If you like to read, you you, you should be able to do it there. Uh, and if you don't see it there, email me because I've lied to you and decided not to do it unless someone calls me on it. <laughs> you're being tested. <laughs> She sits up and starts tugging at her shirt. Why do guys always... She mutters between puffs of cigarette smoke as she struggles <laughs> with her clothing. There's no mention of a cigarette, so I just imagine that she's so saturated with cigarette smoke that she just breathes it out like a dragon. Like pig pen? Like yeah. She's got like a cloud around her? <laughs> I put my arm around her shoulder and help her stand. She leans into me until I gently push her away. My heart rate jumps and then begins slowing down again after taking a breath. All kinds of thoughts race through my mind. What am I doing? Why did I kiss him? <laughs> <laughs> the Muppets t-shirt, man? I don't know. <laughs> it's a mystery. <laughs> Where does this go from here? These are the questions that usually pop into my head every time something new happens. Why did I kiss him? <laughs> but this is all... I fucking order a Baconator. Why did I kiss him? <laughs> but this is all happening so fast. Not long ago, I couldn't take one more step without having sex. <laughs> now things have changed in a hurry. I want to get laid, but not with these people who passed their days waiting for the next bus. <laughs> That's right where I was less than an hour earlier before finding myself on the opposite side of town and sitting at the back of a strange vehicle listening to a man talk about himself and how he needs me. And now here I am helping some girl out of her clothes while wondering what she'll think when she finds out we aren't really going anywhere or looking for anyone else to join us or anything like that. <laughs> but it's too late now. We've already seen each other naked, made love, kissed, shared stories, <laughs> laughed together, made jokes, <laughs> ate, drank, <laughs> danced. And generally just had a good old-fashioned fun time without expecting any strings attached. Maybe there isn't even any reason to worry about what comes next anymore because there might never be a tomorrow. It's been a busy Car couple Carpe minutes. Diem, motherfucker. <laughs> diem, indeed. <laughs> this woman's having a truly busy day. Think of all they've shared at this bus stop. Right. Directly after she got fucked by a one-armed Muppets man who just saunters off stage. And yeah, never to return. Well, we don't know. I don't well, want to spoil the book. Uh, and then this narrator has like just come from the other side of town in the back of a car. Why did I kiss him? Like, yeah. Filling in all these, lot, all this story. A lot going on. I am captivated. What is wrong with you? She asks once I finally pull her shirt over her head. She yanks her pants down until they fall around her ankles, leaving her standing only in her bra. I'm wearing no shirt, and my dick is pointing towards the sky. 
You're a fucking psycho, she screams as she storms off toward the sidewalk and disappears into traffic. Uh, wearing only a bra. I feel like I've seen this happen in Las Vegas. Just disappearing into the night. I imagine this is day. Mm. Personally. I run after her and grab onto her shoulder, but she pushes me away. I'm sorry, I say, as she walks faster. I call out after her. Wait, please don't go. My dick is pointing to the sky. I need you. (laughs) But she keeps walking. After taking two steps, she turns around, stands still, and looks at me with those big brown eyes full of tears that seem ready to start flowing again. Then she takes another step back, holds both of her hands up in front of her chest, shrugs her shoulders in a little show of surrender, and says with a smile on her lips, Don't let the door hit your ass on the way out, Mr. Fucking Psycho. (laughs) What door? It's a metaphorical door. This is deep. (laughs) She then breaks out laughing and starts running down the street, trying not to look back. The sound of car horns honking is quickly followed by the sound of cars screeching to avoid hitting her. Her laughter echoes through all of Las Vegas streets. Not just every single one. Every single one. (laughs) Not just from where I stand watching from the bus shelter across from Nella's Air Force Base. (laughs) What does her laugh sound like? (laughs) Beautiful. Thank you. But everywhere all along, no. Nella's Air Force Base? Yes. Not just across from where I stand watching from the bus shelter across from Nella's Air Force Base. I'm with it now. But everywhere, all the way up and down the strip, where people are heading home from work, and all sorts of people who live here walk past me on their way somewhere else. She stops suddenly when she sees a group of guys dressed in black shirts with white lettering on them getting off a tour bus near a bar called Trist. She shouts over the noise coming from inside that they should get a job at the strip club instead because it's better paid and less dangerous than dealing with men like this one. Is she a whore? She's yelling that at the guys. Yeah. I think she's talking about the narrator. They should strip. Right, but... They turn and look at her like they might laugh if she wasn't so hysterical as they wave and keep going while she curses me for being such an asshole and for giving her nothing but heartache for what feels like years now. (laughs) It does feel like years. (laughs) Then I hear a car horn blow behind me, which is immediately followed by a loud crash. I spin around and see a delivery truck barreling down Hoover Road toward us with its tires squealing loudly before slamming into something in front of us. There's a fire engine sitting next to us blocking our view of everything ahead of us. The impact throws my body forward into the brick wall of the shelter hard enough to knock the wind out of my lungs. My head snaps back against the metal post that supports the roof above my head and my neck screams at the pain of it. A voice screams out, Are you okay? Are you okay? 
The man on top of me reaches down and helps pull me up, and then we're running again together. I can feel the blood trickling down from my nose and dripping from my chin onto his shirt as he leads me toward the rear of the bus stop where a woman with long red hair is kneeling over someone lying face first on the pavement with a trail of blood from a wound in the side of her head. He takes a breath and lets it slowly seep through clenched teeth. Oh God, he whispers. Is she alive? I don't know. She hasn't moved at all. Maybe she's breathing, but just not making any sound. We both rushed to her side and lay there, trying to make sense of what happened. We had just seen her jump out of the way at just the right time when that truck came speeding around the corner. It missed hitting her by inches, as if some invisible force was pushing the vehicle away from us. That must be how it felt when a softball team would win a game because they were playing with their hearts <laughs> out for each other instead of throwing it like they usually do. <laughs> but now they are going home in shame and embarrassment because of the loss. <laughs> Big softball fan. <laughs> As I lay down beside the woman, I see she has no pants on and a black bra strapped to her upper body like something a stripper might wear. Her skirt is gone and so is her blouse, leaving only the top of those small breasts and a tight white tank top underneath. A thin silver chain with a cross dangling at the end hangs between the cups of the bra which is why I hadn't noticed them before. I take... It's <laughs> very serious. I take hold of one breast gently <laughs> while my lips move over hers, which causes a shiver that makes me feel very powerful. <laughs> is she dead? In due time. In due time. <laughs> my tongue traces no. my teeth before pulling back and moving back down to taste her neck. No. My hand. She's bleeding. <laughs> Shh. My hands push into that fabric that's hiding everything from view as my fingers slip into the opening in the front. No. It find the beginning of her panties. No. Where it meets the back of her ass crack. No. She doesn't respond. <laughs> of course she doesn't. <laughs> Shh. There are two you witnesses. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know everything, all right? <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> She doesn't respond as much as she trembles beneath me as our tongues touch together. She's alive. Thank you. <laughs> then we break apart for air and look at each other with wide eyes and slightly parted lips. What did you do? Nothing. She saw us. It'll be okay. No, it won't. We have to leave. No. Please. I ignore him. <laughs> I feel like I might have been in error with that dialogue. <laughs> I'm going to press ahead. I ignore him. 
turn my head to the sky, close my eyes and whisper, I love you, into her ear and then kiss her again. She tastes like sweat, but sweet. Like vanilla ice cream, but sour. Like dirt, but beautiful. <laughs> like sex. Dirty sex, but passionate. It all feels good and right, and that feeling only grows stronger when she puts her arms around my neck and holds me tight against her body so tightly I can barely breathe. Our bodies become one after several minutes as I press up to reach around and grab a handful of her hair while she pushes down hard on the top of me with both hands until I am forced onto the pavement below where I am unable to do anything except moan quietly under her breath with the sound of the cicadas in the trees growing louder above our heads. The moment passes quickly and the woman begins breathing heavily. She moves off me and stands up in the same position in which we had fallen earlier in the day without even putting any clothes back on. And that's how we're left sitting next to each other at this bus stop, <laughs> watching people come and go, looking for someone who isn't there or never was here at all because he's already seen everywhere else. I need help getting home. She says, while rubbing her breasts together and shaking her hips from side to side. <laughs> Can you walk? Maybe you should call your parents. <laughs> Whoa! Let <laughs> <laughs> this guy stop. <sighs> she grasps my hands and leads me across the street towards an old truck parked along the curb behind some dumpsters before reaching inside my pocket, grabbing my phone and hitting speed dial before walking away. Mom, can you pick me up? It's 3.30. Why is her mom on his speed dial? <laughs> Good mystery. Plot twist. There is silence on the other end before I hear muffled sounds of conversation followed by a loud argument between two women arguing over something I don't understand. <laughs> Woman stuff. Woman stuff. What did you say, Mom? Are you drunk? You want me to know? You want to know why we broke up again? Her mom cuts her off and tells her to hang up and then takes a deep breath. No, listen, my friends are taking me home right now, but they didn't get to drink enough to stay out late, so they dropped me off at the corner and told me to catch a cab, but it got lost, so I'll be another hour or more if I get it, so could you please drive around the block until then so I can make it in time. Thank you. Love you, too. She puts the phone in my face. That's what happened. They're picking me up. She steps back and smiles as if expecting praise. She is seriously concussed. <laughs> like viciously concussed. I, I feel like this is how all serious drug addicts make love. This is like the pace of their relationships. <laughs> I nod in agreement. You seem to have everything under control. <laughs> no, she does not. <laughs> she smirks and runs up to one of those men dressed like bikers while holding her hands behind her back and twirling herself in circles. 
He laughs loudly after saying something that makes her giggle even harder than before, spin faster, fall down to her knees, turn her head sideways, reach into her mouth, grab his balls with both hands, <laughs> pull him closer by the crotch, and lick the entire thing from the base. He laughs and touches her hair with his left hand while wrapping the fingers on his other arm tightly around her waist. This doesn't change anything. We still have to go home, <laughs> I say. As I walk toward a blue sedan waiting on the opposite side of the road. <laughs> ran across the street and blew a biker. <laughs> With a head wound. <laughs> Everyone's just laughing and laughing. <sighs> this is very Vegas. Couldn't yes. be anywhere else. <sighs> the car is clean, but no dents, no scratches. I look at the man standing next to me who appears to be talking to himself or maybe singing to himself when he sees me staring at him through my sunglasses. His clothes are dirty and raggedy. <coughs> I'm dying. And I see tattoos covering most parts of his body. He must spend all day riding around this city in order to earn money for food because there isn't much else available. A large chain hangs across his chest, but the metal links are bent together, creating a circular shape around a tattoo which says, Lone Ranger. Although Tonto would have been a better choice. All right. Sick burn. Hey, buddy. Can you give us a ride? He points over his shoulder at the same blue sedan and looks over my shoulder as I take off my shades. It's her mom sitting in the driver's seat. Her face turns red and she pulls away quickly before slamming the door shut hard enough to make the windows shake in their frames. As soon as we're in the car, her mother starts shouting into her cell phone again in another language that sounds similar to Spanish. I turn toward the girl and say, I want to fuck your brains out. She laughs quietly before responding, You're drunk. Then she reaches down between her legs, takes hold of my penis with one hand, moves it closer against her slit with the other, rubs herself with it, moans softly, and bites her lower lip with her eyes closed while slowly moving up and down along its length. Do you like it? No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. Don't lie. You like it, don't you? Come here and Kiss me. Suck on it now like I did earlier today when you were getting on top of me. <laughs> she, I'm so uncomfortable. She's concussed. <laughs> she shakes her head yes, so I put my hands on each side of her head, bend forward, pull her hair back gently as I push my lips to hers until they meet in an intense, passionate embrace as our tongues <laughs> slide for the first time since yesterday morning. The taste of sweat mixed with alcohol feels in my mouth, followed by a wave of pleasure rushing through every part of my body after several seconds of this sweet sensation. Her mom looks at us and says, What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> but neither one of us responds as we continue kissing passionately without letting go of each other's heads and mouths, even for a second longer than is necessary, which causes her to reach over and grab my shoulder hard enough to hurt before saying something else, which makes both of us stop and laugh before she drives away from the bus shelter. We stay quiet as her mother yells into the phone in her native tongue. After finishing the conversation, she puts down the phone on the console between <laughs> us. Where can I drop you? <laughs> Just take me home, please. I'm... 
going crazy right now. I look out the window toward the mountains and see the sun setting between them. How much longer before it gets dark? Not long. The end. Wow. What an adventure, huh? Uh, absolutely stunning. Um, really sets a mood. <laughs> Uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Thank you for joining me for story time. You're welcome. Me and Mr. Computer have a really good time collaborating. And I think we're making some heavy artistic breakthroughs. I think we're saying some important stuff. I agree. <clears throat> wow. <laughs> Mr. Computer really loves that Air Force Base. <laughs> Mr. Computer and I both think... It's important to show a deep knowledge and appreciation of the location. Yeah. And we want to make sure that people know that it's authentico and that we actually know Las Vegas, that we are capturing Las Vegas. And I, if I'm being honest, mm -hmm. like as schizo as this is, it's Las Vegas. It knows Las Vegas. It knows Las Vegas. Because I think to me, this all takes place in the mind of the crackhead. Yes. Like real yeah. things are happening, but this is right, as this described is like, by a crackhead. Yeah, and this is just snatches of reality blended in with like the serious internal monologue. Yeah, yeah. So I really enjoyed it. Anyway, it's uh, delightful. If you'd like to stay updated on all the stories, um, and be able to read them, be able to listen to them, uh, and hear all the podcast episodes, things like that. Go to dirtyfolk.com, sign up for the email list. It's uh, free to sign up. Um, dirtyfolk.com. That's the one. And uh, tell your friends about the show. Tell your friends about Dirty Folk. Tell your boss about Dirty Folk. Tell your priest about Dirty Folk. Tell the nuns about Dirty Folk. Tell your enemies about Dirty Folk. Yes. Tell salamanders about Dirty Folk. Tell All of them. Tell snails about Dirty Folk. They can probably use a phone. Tell Write Dirty Folk podcasts on little tiny signs and hang them on squirrels so they'll dart about the city spreading the word. That's such a good idea. And uh, rate the show. Five stars. Yes. Thank you very much. Five stars. Thank you for joining me, Harper, and listening to my story time. Thank you for the story. Did you enjoy it? I loved it. Good. All right. Goodbye. Bye.